All right, welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I am Brett. And I'm Chris, and still with us, Producer Chad. Yes, we couldn't get rid of him. He is working his ass off, so we had to figure to bring him back. Yeah, you know what? This is where we're at right now, is we've recorded a whole episode. Episode... It, 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 it's it's intense. We got a lot of content for you guys. So, you know what? A lot of things happening. What we decided to do is split this into a main episode as well as a producer special episode because that is what you deserve. So, we have had, we've had Silver Fox, we've had Wishbone, we've had Town, we've had interviews, we've had people who uh, won Thornberry. Come on, they're our neighbors. We've for God's sake. Thornberry, hometown. We've had it all. But and we got more! There is more to be had, and so what we wanted to do is we wanted to make this special. We had individuals who have won contests, but we have supplemented their significant other. Yes. So Which probably gonna, was for the benefit of the podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a producer special. Right now, in the background, you could probably hear some music. Do you know who that music is? I'm going to toss this over to Chris. Chris is going to have some information with us. Well, that's Tara Lightfoot. We got Tara Lightfoot. Tara Lightfoot on the stage right now, uh, doing a great job. Crowd's loving it. We're loving it. Uh, Everybody's just, just loving so the Just so you festival. know, uh, Tara Lightfoot's main song is called No Hurry, and it has over 1.5 million downloads on Spotify. And so. that is what we want to get to. So what also, we're going to do... Also, where did you sleep last night? Uh, and that I might be slept. a question I might ask tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to be right back. We're going to have some uh, cideries. We're going to maybe have some distilleries as well. Uh, we're going to have some more information uh, coming up. Maybe some beer? Oh. Always some beer. Yes. Uh, please stay tuned, but uh, welcome to the producer special of the Paris Drinks Fest. Again, thank you everybody for hanging on with us for the main episode as well as the producer special. And also for coming to see us at Paris Drinks Fest. You know what? Yeah, thank you. We love you. We love the beer. We love the drinks. And uh, stay tuned for the next uh, little bit. back again yeah, drinks fest we're having another sales another beer so this one is from stockyard so the kitchener uh, it was formerly known as red circle okay um this one is the iron horse trail it is an ipa at 6.3 percent yep. with 60 ibus okay and how are we gonna and, enjoy this well let's hope so so Whoa. this one is actually a 2019 canadian brewing award winner in the bronze and it unites Australian and American hops, giving notes of juicy tropical fruit with undertones of citrus and peach. And it's brewed in dry hop with your favorites, Citra, Galaxy, and Mosaic. Definitely some of my favorites. Uh, no yeah, big secret there. Not but, bad. Not bad, yeah, though. Like, good, I mean, good hops. We're, we're dealing with something good. So this is so, Iron Horse Trail. Yeah. So first of all, big shout out to Alexis. Yes. At, thank you very much, Alexis. Stockyards. So thank you for the brew. Um, yeah, we, we got these uh, in a plastic cup instead of yeah, our souvenir. I like that, Which though. might be for the best right now. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. So we do have some live music. Again, we're at Paris Drinks Fest in Paris, Ontario. Uh, I a long see, commute to France. Yeah, I see some uh, cornhole being played out in front here. 
Um, why don't we have this? So this is Stockyards Brewery. Has anybody had this one before? Yes, I have had. I've had it three times. Two times when it was Red Circle. One time since it's become uh, Stockyards. Um, so pretty go. much, it's uh, a little bit bitter. It might be a little slightly different recipe compared to from Red Circle to Stockyards. Um, so I, feel, I feel the bitterness on it. Yes, it's definitely uh, highly I bitter. Let me taste it. Let me taste it. Get, get, get into it. it. It is 60 IBUs, so obviously you should expect some bitterness on it. But I feel as though the bitterness might be a little bit underrated, in my opinion. You know what? Usually we do these um, podcasts, and we have only the producer listening to us. We have Spencer listening to this podcast as well as the music. I feel a little bit apprehensive. Oh, we have an audience. we got producer Chad also listening, too. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it, but... Um, this, this beer is a little bit bitter, uh, yes, for sure, yes. the back end. It definitely has bitterness to it, um, but that's expected from a West Coast IPA. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, so um, as we taste it, this again is the only one that we have from Stockyards at the present time. Not yeah, exactly. Really yeah, time. So just to give you an update, it's been checked in uh, close to 2,000 times on tap. 1.9 thousand. Yeah. With an average check-in of 3.69. So kind of, where are we at with that? Are we kind of below that or above that? Uh, Chris, uh, give me your rating. Yeah, so I've had about half of uh, my sample, if you will. Uh, I, I think I'm uh, a bit below. I'm going to go 3.5 on this one. You son of a gun. Yeah, I know. You know what? So I'm at actually a 3.5 as well. Um, I feel like it is a good beer. There's a bitterness aftertone that just kind of like sits there and doesn't clean itself out. Yeah, and like with a West Coast, you would hope that before the bitterness, you get like that citrus. Uh, citrus and then push through. Picking up and then the bitterness picks up. But it's really kind of bitterness almost from the beginning. Yeah, and again, it doesn't, the finish of it doesn't get there. Right. Um, it's a good beer, don't get me wrong. But Do you want to know who agrees with you? Who? Who's Producer that? Chad. Wow, Chaddy. Out of three, we five. call that a threesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, you would. Uh, I'm not joining the threesome. Uh, amazing, I don't join any of those. Uh, I'm are you, are you sure? Yes, I'm correct on that. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.75. All right. So with three of us at 3.5 and a single individual at 3.75, we're going to be rounding that down by average uh, at 3.5. We absolutely are. Again, Stockyard Brewery. Um, good In Kitchener, they have the interactive tables there. So if you go to the actual brewery itself, you can play some games while trying a nice little flight of their beers. And, yes, so, and, and Alexis said that that was intended for children. Yeah, so, which is uh, why I enjoy playing all the or, games they have. Or, or, or one of Brett. Yes. So either Brett or children. That's Just because I have for. a child doesn't mean I'm not still a child at heart. There you oh, go. You're a child at more than heart. <laughs> there you go. We appreciate everybody listening. Again, we will have probably a cidery, I think, up yes, next. Yes, I think so. Um, which is exciting for us because we don't have a whole lot of ciders on the podcast. but no, we uh, don't. But but zero. We like them. We do like them. So, uh, uh, again, from all the craft beer connoisseurs and Pierce Drinks Fest, we appreciate you listening, and we will be right back with a cider. And here we are, back again. We are back with uh, Hemans. Yeah, Ethan. Uh, just outside of London, and yes, Ethan from Hemans, try saying that three times fast, <laughs> is here 
to uh, give us kind of a couple of their tasters of their yeah. ciders. Thanks for coming, Ethan. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. It was a long, was a long trek over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe 400 meters? We actually went further to Paris to meet up than we would have (laughs) if we stayed in London. Uh, Probably would have been a short drive. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So, Ethan, what do you have for us today? Let's uh, let's start with the first one. What do we got? Okay, so we'll start it off with our uh, classic original cider. Uh, This one is our take on a classic hard apple cider. It's a mix of uh, different apples. It's a really nice, easy, light drinking drinking cider. Nice, great for a hot day. Very refreshing. So, I hot, guess hot day like today. I was gonna it say it's, like, it's basically like a beer uh, or a cider for for today, right? Mm-hmm. Excellent. So we'll try this one out. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Do you, do you, do you like it, Ethan? Yeah, I love it. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, other ciders are very very sweet, and you need to water it down with ice. Uh, that's not the case with our ciders. Um, not very dry like you know what i mean like it's got a little dryness to it so it's one of those things i used to be huge into summer's bees and then yeah. i tried to I'd do the summer's beers back in the day and i kind of got out of ciders so i don't actually have really? a cider a long period of time besides the cowboy ones that i kind of get you know fed to me by uh uh she not be named um but let's just take a look at this cider and see how it goes yeah, I mean, visually, it's uh, pretty translucent. Uh, there's not a whole lot to it. It's not dry. It, it's it's fairly uh, straightforward. It's not dry. That is real good. Yeah, Ethan, what do you guys say nice. to it? Uh, I got to say, I mean, as a sweetness, we don't add any sugar to any of our ciders. It's all natural from the fruit that we use. Okay. All oh. natural, and that's sweet. Yeah. Well yep. done. I like to describe it as like you got Summer's Bee at the top. For really really sweet and then yep. you have some traditional ciders that yep. are very very dry and i like to say we're a healthy median you're right in the yeah, medium right in the middle where do you get the for apples sure. for the cider uh it's all locally sourced from around southwestern ontario okay we have a lot of like friends of the humans that uh, i was gonna say you got probably go to apple land. yeah apple yeah land. yeah so no it, it's very nice yeah I, I i mean i have no complaints with the cider i could i could absolutely crush this um yeah. i don't know if we have like uh do you have an abv for this ethan uh, the alcohol content? Yeah. Yeah, it's about 4%. 4%. Okay. okay. It's actually, uh, according to Bruce Jad, uh, it's 4%. Right on the dot with zero IBUs. Yeah, I like this. It, it's nice. It's refreshing, especially on a day like this. It's, it's kind of nice to almost kind of like enter Paris Shrink Fest. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if we're ending yet. Pretty close to it. Um, it, it it's a good cider to kind of cool things down, especially on a hot day. Yeah, oh, we yes. haven't we haven't done a cider on the podcast before, but I really enjoy having a cider. It's just um, so I'm I'm the kind of person that likes a, a non-alcoholic apple cider. Like in the winter, I'll I'll warm it up and <laughs> uh, and drink it. But I really like the alcoholic ciders too. Okay, um, so for myself, again, not being the the cider connoisseur because craft cider connoisseurs doesn't really have a ring to it. Uh, I haven't actually had a cider in a long time. Wow. Um, for this one, though, I'd, I'd give it a 4.25. Bruce uh, Chad, who's uh, more of a cider kind of sewer, if you will, is giving the same amount. So I feel like, you know, Chad and myself are kind of on the same page here at the 4.25. Yeah, and you know what? Like, checking it myself, I'm going to give this a 4.25 as well. 
It is a solid cider. And again, it's not dry, so you want to keep coming, like, coming back to it, right? Like, yeah. So I have actually had the cider before, checking back on uh, uh, on my untap. I give it a 3.25, but this is kind of similar to Hometown, where right. I had some of their beers before, and I was bumping my rating up, having had them now. I, I would put this at a 4.0 for me. Ooh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Very nice. Should we go on to the next one? Uh, I think so. All you right. want to get it poured, by all means? W what do we got for next? Okay. Let's just uh, clean out our uh, vessels here. Uh, so the next one you guys are going to be tasting is actually our fan favorite. So this is our Berry Blush Cider. Uh, this one is going to be a little less sweet, and you can really taste the strawberries and raspberries that we use in this one. Uh, these are actually strawberries and raspberries that we grow on our farm. Okay. We have large strawberry fields. Uh, we're still actually picking them and selling them at, at Heeman's right now. I, I did do a strawberry picking at Heeman's this year and last year. That's so uh, cute. With my wife and my daughter. Oh my goodness. Oh my yeah. God. Yes, wow. So we, we do like to get the, uh, the strawberries from Heeman's. Very good. Are you pouring? There you, go. You, you can uh, pass it down. You're there not you pouring? Go. No. Not pouring. Yeah, why are you not pouring? All right. Well, I will uh, take a little pour here and see what we got. This is one that we are getting into a lot of restaurants around the London area now. Okay. Uh, it's very popular in the local local community. And whereabouts in London are you uh, selling this out of? Do you uh, know? There's a few places downtown. Uh, so we got Saga Board Games. We have the Tilt Arcade, Arcade Bar, uh, as well as the Early Bird downtown. Oh, uh, the Church love Key. The early bird. Oh, I love the Church Key. Oh, <laughs> uh, Paradigm buys some of ours in bottles to sell. We also have more local as uh, uh, the Mill Pond Tap and Grill, just out in Dorchester. The old Dorchester. Dorchester. The old 12-hole golf course. Yeah. Can't complain. <laughs> All right. Not bad. Let's try this out. On the nose, it, it, it's a good smelling cider. Like, oh, it really that smells is. refreshing. It smells like berries. It I should. like berries. Being berry blast, it should smell like berries. Be real weird if it smelled like peaches. Berry blush, Brett. Yeah. Berry blush, eh? That, that's very good. I like it. Strong berry flavor as you kind of like go through the whole entire sip. Correct. Um, it's not one of those ciders that sometimes like impacts you heavy and then just like subsides. It's it's through the whole entire like sip, which is really nice. Yeah, and like on the color, so you have kind of that cider look where it's very translucent, um, but then you've got that blush, right? Yeah. So. Um, it's kind of got that almost rosé look yep. to it, uh, which is really nice. And then, yeah, again, not overly sweet. Uh, is this kind of like the same base cider or? Uh, there'd be different types of apples in there. Okay. But yeah, I, I like to describe it as it's take the original, but you add the berries into there. Yeah. Right, right. Well, right. let's just say, like, I know probably, obviously, um, in terms of being a Saturday, untapped is not like the main thing you're checking. Uh, so, in terms of untapped, there's 77 ratings of it, and it's an average of 3.9805. So good. Yeah. Very good. I, I'm right on average of that with a four. Very sure. good. Producer Chat, yeah, 4.5. Oh, Producer wow. Chat loves the ciders. He does love the ciders. Mwah. Well, Heemans does say. really good stuff. Like I, oh, I recently had their mead, and um, 
again, it's it's one of those things that you have to come in with a mindset that it is a mead, right? Um, we've had more often than not, like a mojito beer. If you come in thinking it's a beer, you really struggle with it. Um, but if you come in thinking it's a mojito, it's a different kind of like flavor profile. Same thing with a mead. Um, but again, this berry, it's very, 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 very forward. Um, I like it. Yeah, I like it as well. Did you give a rating? I have not yet. Okay. You, should. you want me to? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I'm going to give this actually a 425. It's uh, it's very solid. Um, I would be very, very interested um, in going to Heeman's and, and trying something more local. And, and again, Heeman's is local to us. Um, it's a great opportunity. Um, but yeah. It's one of those things. Paris, uh, or sorry, I shouldn't say Heeman's. It's... Uh, like what 20 minutes from you guys it's not far not, not it, it's that, like yeah. almost like 45 for me like that's a, that's a long hike that's not a long hike that's, yeah that's not yeah a long you can hike, grow up you've, you've driven further than that uh anyways i will I give have, it, yes uh, to get to paris today yes i have yeah. yeah so personally i will give this one a uh, 4.25 as well uh i i do really like this one yes no i uh gotta agree and i see there's a big bottle over there there's yes. A big old, big old bottle. There is, and the thing about humans too is like we can enjoy the cider aspect of it. I don't want to get like a little bit too, uh, you know, gender specific, but I mean, my wife is literally right behind me, so you have um, to. I have to. Is uh, the plan aspect of humans too? So they do a great job with ciders, mead, uh, the alcohol portion, which is very playing into my cards. Um, but for my wife, my wife, there it is. Um, very much so of the the plan aspect, and that's where we got two of our ferns for a wedding that ended up almost flying away. Ended up happening. As there well. it is. You guys got married too. So it's it true. It's true. So what do we got uh, on tap here? What, what's the third one here? Okay, so the third one I will get you guys to try is one of our meads. So I, a lot of people aren't too familiar with meads. They don't see it often or you can't find it in LCBOs very often. Yeah. Um, so mead actually is uh, comes from fermenting honey. So at Heeman's we have 100 beehives on site. We produce all our own honey. Um, that are, The bees are constantly pollinating all the strawberry fields and all the perennials and other plants that we have there. So produce all our own honey, and this is one of our fruit-based meads. Uh, so it's our Cherry Grove mead. It's got that really bright red color to it. Uh, this is one of our more popular meads and one that we are planning to try to carry year-round now. We produce a lot more of it. Um, it comes with about 8% uh, alcohol. Uh, it comes in a 750 bottle. And it got that like cherry pie on the nose taste. You know, so, you know what I like about this bottle is that uh, swing top. Yeah, it's got, the, <laughs> it's got the swing top, so you can close it. You don't have to drink it all at once. Yeah, um, which, which is really nice. So uh, we'll we'll start pouring this one. Uh, now, now, what's the difference between the uh, cherry grove mead and the cherries jubilee? Because I recently had the cherries jubilee, actually. Yep. What is there a difference there? Uh, there will be a difference in the production, and I believe the Cherries Jubilee was sitting in barrels for a while. I'm not too sure on the production side of that. Okay. Yep. Fair but, enough. Uh, that was one of the uh, Cherries Jubilee was one of our craft small batch releases, so we might not necessarily bring it back next year. Right. As for this, it's seasonal, and we're trying to bring it, make it year round. But we're constantly experimenting with different types. No, so that's good. I'm just gonna say before we get into the uh, cherry meat here, uh, one of our I wouldn't say 
friends, but like I would say a, uh, let's just say a fan of the podcast. Uh, Michelle King Choi was here today. At she the was, Paris yes, so yes. and had the cherry grove mead, and rated it a five out of five. Wow. Oh, that's that's huge! Love to so hear I just it. Wanted, I just wanted to see the five out of five before we all got into it. Kind of feel as though our ratings on it. But so, uh, uh, five out of five. I mean, this is pretty good, pretty exciting. So, so yeah, those are uh, you know big expectations here. Uh, on the nose, it's actually very subtle. Like I'm not getting a ton of ton of. You know, scent on the nose. Um, I imagine on swallow, if you will, uh, it'll be a much more predominant flavor. Oh, that is hard cherry in the nose, though. It, it's interesting. Did you get hard cherry? I do. Yeah. On, on I do. the nose, for sure. And like, I, I think I had the Jubilee actually like a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't too bad. Um, trying to like fit into the untapped mead weekend kind of aspect of it. So. I expect this to be uh, similar, but but still different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's try it. Yeah, I, I'm down for trying it here. Chad yeah. doing a picture, right? Yes. Now. Oh, producer Chad, he's hardcore in there, trying to trying to get him. You know, just everything kid in the picture. I think the important part about this is understanding that it's a mead forward first, and a lot of times uh, we do the same thing. Is like. Thinking it is a, a beer, thinking um, it falls in line with that, and it's it kind of does like a, a disservice to the meat aspect, um, taking it back to its traditional roots of what a meat is. And um, Heemans, I had to do this uh, again three weeks ago, whereas like it, it's a meat, the Jubilee, um, it kind of like reset myself, and I feel like I have to do the same thing with this. Yeah, it's definitely got a lot of, not a lot, a good amount of sweetness at the beginning. So you, it hits you with that mead, it, but it also has that cherry flavor uh, that really reminds you, like, this is a flavored mead, right? So, and we don't have a lot of meads on the podcast. I think we've only I, I think probably like zero of them. Well, I think uh, one from Greg in Saskatchewan. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And I was I rated, I think, rated that a 0.25. And they reached me like, why did you hate this? Wow. So then I was like, I told them why I hated it. But the thing uh, with this, this one from Heemans? Not a 0.25. Yeah. Yeah. So, this tastes like a cherry pie. Almost, uh, yes. again, yes. kind of go to like the, the animes, kind of like Northern Perth Ooh, County. A little Millbank. Millbank kind of reference to it is like... It is, um, it's, it's spot on. Like, it, it's got a good cherry flavor to it. It's got a bit of a pastry kind of finish to it. Yeah, it's got some, like, it's got some body to it, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, you would almost expect that from a, not a stout, but, like, from a beer, right? Where it has that sure, body. Sure, well, like a pastry stout. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, but obviously it doesn't have the, you know, the dark malt flavor. From no, 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 no. Right? Yeah. But it stays true to itself, and I think that's an important part of this. Agreed. Yeah. And I think uh, myself and Percy Chad, we've got an agreement in terms of all three of the, the ciders from Heemans. Uh, we're rating this a 4.5 out of 5. Wow. So, again, the original is 4.25. Barry Blast, 4.5. This one, 4.5 as well. Uh, might be just because we're sitting beside each other. <laughs> but also, sure at the same time, it's just... It is what it is. You know, it's a really I, like, good side. I, I would give this a 4.75. Ooh. It, it, is, it is up there. And, like, again, it's almost you take the pastry portion out of it, 
but as a cider is it delivers on the the cherry aspect of it i've had the jubilee i'm sure it's very similar to it um but it's a small variation that makes a difference is it almost relaxes a little bit on the honey aspect of it um and really puts that cherry kind of uh pie flavor forward and i love that yeah and personally i love honey so a mead is something right up my alley uh, I'm gonna give this a 4.5. Oh. Uh, I do. That's really some good. Like it. That's some good ratings right there. Yeah. Yeah. A- absolutely. Amazing ratings for this it, beer. It, or it, for, it, for this mead. Cider yeah. mead, yeah. exactly. It, it might actually be overall one of the best that we've had yeah. um, <laughs> today at Parachurch Fest. And uh, Ethan, thank you so much for coming. Yes, out. thank you, Ethan. Uh, no it. problem. It's a pleasure. We will definitely reach out to humans. Um, obviously, we we've, we've had some experience with it. And Tyler and Chris are very local. And also, yeah. very Chris local. Chad as well. We're not going to have them on again, but uh, yeah, we'll figure out another person that's kind of local too. For sure. Well, right? But this might be one of the best that we've had uh, today. So we totally. we appreciate your uh, your time and the work that you guys do. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks. you. You gave us four. Four yeah. beers. Yeah, four beers. We are beer. so. friendly. We're giving yes. away lots Indeed. of beers. <laughs> I mean, you're so friendly, you're hanging out with Tyler and Chris right now. That is true. Yeah. It's a good time. It, it wasn't easy to convince Jocelyn to come talk to No, no, no it wasn't. I was not coming, but here I am. So wow. here we go. Here you are. Here you are. <laughs> come you are. Convince me. It's coming. There's so many jokes, so little time. What oh, are we going to be drinking God. today, Jocelyn? What do you got? All right. We've got Layback, which is a coconut. Guava IPA, Ooh, very oh, coconut. I honestly just had this last week. Did you? It's yeah, like it's like summer. It's delicious. We it's actually like we had a coconut beer earlier from hometown. Yeah, I saw that over there. Real good. It looks good. A porter. Let's see how this yeah, one goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. So Jocelyn did say, if people don't really like coconut, they might not like this beer. That's true. It's very coconutty, but it's delicious. So we will see. We're, we're pouring it right now. So do you have any statistics on this? Like, uh, do we have like an EVP on it or anything like that? Sure do. Yeah, tell us It's all labeled on the can, which is pretty awesome. So it's 45 IBU. Yep. And it is, I believe, 4.5%. Yep. So give it a try. So it's a little low on the EVP. It's not bad yeah. though, right? Yeah. For an IPA. And you've had this before? Sure thing, yeah. Always. It's like on top at the brewery. I love coconut. So this is a beer for me. So on the nose, uh, this is very coconut heavy, right? Very coconut heavy on the nose. It, it is, but uh, I, I will say I've had a couple sips so far. Uh, there's coconut on the, on, on the, uh, on the taste. But yeah. I do get a lot of that guava 
Uh, Lightens it, it, it up. Yes, yeah, it's very fruity um, and not too heavy on the coconut because I'm not a huge fan of coconut. Um, but this is definitely a, a quite a nice beer, and it's not too hoppy either. No, that's what I love about it. It's yeah. uh, it's an IPA, but it's not too hoppy, yeah. and it has a nice clean finish. You get a little bit of bitterness at the end, but I don't mind that. Just so, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lovely beer, dry hop with loads of Sabra hops. That's giving you that juiciness that's coming through right now and has notes of tangerine, grapefruit, and fresh guava. And I feel as though you should be getting the coconut in the finish. Yeah, you know what? Like, I get the coconut right up front. And then it kind of like moves through it. It's a very nice, solid, balanced beer. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys like it. I love it too. So you know what, Jocelyn? So on the podcast, I'm uh, really big on like using the proper glassware. Okay. So I like, I like how on the can, yeah, which glass yeah. to use. So this is an IPA. They're, you're illustrating tulip, tulip glass. Yeah. So I will say. We do have IPA glasses that we would probably drink this out of, but I, I do like the fact that the uh, the proper glassware is illustrated. Yeah, thank you. I know, it's pretty fun to have all the information on the back. You know what, uh, just hang in there and have the rest of this beer. <laughs> just hang in there, it's actually on the label. So, Jocelyn, what is your favorite brewery, like beer from the brewery? Um, that's pretty tough. We One of my favorites is Oracle Best Bitter. We don't have it here with us today. It's in like the blue can, but you can get it at LCBO. Um, it's a really awesome, nice, it's a light crisp, crisp beer as well. Um, but I also love Upside IPA. It's one of my yes. faves. Super yes. citrusy. One of the staples that's been around for a long time. Yeah, we've got, and, and here today we have Hellas Lager, which has been around forever, and um, SPA, and then Upside. And Arkle's been around for a long time too. They're all our core, core stuff. And what are you drinking today? Because you, I, you have a drink with you. I do. I am drinking Cascade Hop Water, so it's a zero. <laughs> He's mad that it has no alcohol. <laughs> it's awesome though. It's um, flavored with our hops, so this one's flavored with Cascade Hops. Um, but it's like similar to a bubbly, like a sparkling water, and it's delicious, nice. refreshing. Well, you, you are working. Today, I know. So. That's why. And Fair you know what? No, There's, no, no. You know no. What? <laughs> <laughs> Was it summer? Yes, summer. Summer's out here taking pictures of you. I feel like summer's working. I'm representing the brand. You are in fall, which means you can go ahead and drink. This is so good, though. I can't pass up a hot water. Did you bring that? I did. Where's that? Okay, We've got a ton of cold ones over there. We are like the tent for pregnant women and designated drivers. <laughs> They've been coming to us all weekend. Is that, is that the selling feature? Seriously, I'm not joking. All I the pregnant that. ladies and then their friends start to come. They're like, hey, I'm pregnant too. Can how I many, get one? How many tokens for a non-alcoholic? Zero. Wow. We're giving those away. I love that. I know I you have one now. A little bit, not yeah, audio. you will. All They're right. so ice cold. So Justin and I are going to become like best friends, I guess. <laughs> Um, I'm not pregnant. So he thinks. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to become pregnant, but I love that. No, I, lo I, love, I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Um, this is a good beer. Yeah. Do we want to do ratings? I think we should. I'd love to should. hear it. All right. So with the layback, honestly, like the way you positioned it, Jocelyn, was that it was going to be so coconut heavy. And yeah. I don't get like a ton of coconut. And, and that's good because I'm not a huge coconut fan. I'm going to give this a 4.0 out of 5. Wow, I love it. What do you got? 
Uh, so I gave this a 3.5 last week, and I'm going to stick exactly with that at 3.5. Drink's a little heavy. Could be the amount of taking in today. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things I really enjoy. I'd like to have it, honestly, on a tap. Yeah, it's amazing at the brewery. And we have it on tap right now. So come on down to Guelph, Ontario. Fair enough, go. I'm not a huge coconut fan. And I said this the last time when we had coconut on this very podcast. As much as I hate to do it, it is a 4.5. Oh. Wow. 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 It is a very nice beer. You guys like have done it. a great job. Jocelyn, aside from it, it is a very good beer. What about Chad? 3.25. Wow. He's specific. Oh. I like that. We like that. We like that. Like Chad that. is a very specific person. Our producer right now, very specific in terms of He means life. business. Yes. He's a business guy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I like that. Jocelyn, thank you so much for the oh, follow. Oh, we have another beer. We're going to do another one? No. Yeah. Why hey. not? I have two more if you, if you want. We're in Rome. We've got right now. Let's get live. We're in Rome. Let's try another one. So we can we do. We can do another IPA. It's upside. It's very citrusy, hoppy. Or we can do the Hellas Lager, which is like our go-to crisp, clean drinking, easy lager. What do you want from us? Either. What do you want? You'll love them both. No, no, no. <laughs> you pick it. You pick it. Let's do the upside. Okay. All right, let's go. I like that. I'll pass it down. All right, we're just, um, Tyler, do you want to do the, um, your, your little thing? Let's open her up. Nice. There you go. Hopefully you can hear that there. Yeah, you, you could. Know. That sounded good. Yeah, we do that. That's my thing. That's my I like shit. That. You like That's that? That's good. I do. It's like All right. a good sound. You should listen more often. I will. I just followed you. So we are friends now. Thank you. We're You're best welcome. friends. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I was totally kidding. We are best friends now. It's good. Oh, perfect. Good vibes. Jocelyn has followed our podcast as well as our <laughs> That's true. And we recommend you not only do that for us, but also them as well. Yeah. Wellington Brewery on Instagram and visit Welly. It like tells you a lot about what's going on at the brewery. We just had like a puppy event. There was puppies all over in our brewery. Oh, puppies. We love dogs all the time. Dogs I are always welcome. <laughs> yeah, Chris doesn't. It doesn't I, just I have, have to be a puppy. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't like puppies. Oh. So. Some people oh, say I am a dog. <laughs> my, my dog, Oliver, would I love today. Let yeah. me tell you. Bring Oliver to Wellington. There we actually, go. We actually have dog treats. They're wow. amazing. Yeah. Are they edible by human consumption? They are. They're called brewed biscuits. They're delicious. Very nice. Yep. Brett would love them. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. So we have this beer in front of us. What are we? What are we drinking here? You are drinking the Upside IPA. So this is part of our like core stock. We always have it in the brewery, and it's in most LCBOs in the area. Um, it's a nice fruity tropical IPA. Um, so you'll really get that citrus note, and um, yeah, it's a little bit hoppy, but a so good it, amount of hop. It's nice to note that it's been freshly canned August 2nd. There we go. Oh, you're welcome. So the Upside IPA, IPA sorry, is exploding with juicy grapefruit, peach, and tropical hop flavors. It's going to give you a hazy appearance, soft mouth feel, and balanced bitterness, which allows the vibrant and dry hop flavors to shine. It's bursting with a fresh citrus hop character, and this tasty IPA is on the up and up. Yeah, and it's a it's a whopping 6.8%, which is pretty crazy. A whopping. Yeah, a yes. whopping. And you're also, also just so you know, 58 IBUs. Yeah. And you're saying to have this in a pint glass. Yeah, I know. 
Chris, how do you feel about that? I, I mean, I would drink this out of an IPA glass. But I, we have a really sense. cool upside glass at the brewery. It's like special for this beer. Really? Yeah, and it has an amazing design on it. So, okay, so you want an upside glass. I can glass. appreciate, all right, that. All right. I can appreciate yeah. that. Now, is this all on tap? I don't yes. think it is. Is it? No, Upside's on tap. It's one of their main staples. Yeah, yeah. We have it on tap all the time. There's five that are always on tap. It's Hellas, SPA, Upside, County Brown, and Arco Best Bitter. So, always so, on tap. So this one has, uh, it's got 9,622 ratings. Yeah, it's on tap. With a 3.66 <laughs> average. There we go. It's a fan favorite. It is. Keeping everyone happy. And, and, and that's the point of bringing it up. Oh, yeah. Is that you have the ability to say, hey, listen, here's where our core beers are. Try it out. We got five. I know. Yeah. You're just setting me up to answer. I I'm love it. I'm trying I to love it. it. Brett doesn't get the... I'm picking up your cues. Brett doesn't, though. <laughs> Do you want a joyful time? No, see, here's the thing. Here's oh, the, no. I, I don't want to fire my friend. I knew Upside <laughs> IPA was one of your staples, <laughs> and you didn't. Is this yeah, beer that is true. I don't know. Who's the true like, Wellington fan? There is. I don't know. You know what? The coconut is still in the mouth, though. Yeah, that, that happens. That does. You gotta just drink a few more extra sips of this one. Yeah. You know, if we were smart, we probably would have washed our mouth out with the Hellas lager. That, yeah. Or uh, hop water. That's Freshen true. it up. I don't know. I'm just telling you. You really are pushing <laughs> that hop water. Holy It's cow. delicious. We've got more than just one. I'm telling you, they're so good. Well, I'm going to come by and get some hot water after. I like that. I feel like I have to. <laughs> I've pressured I, you I, enough, I honestly eh? don't think she, like, she's like, honestly, we're done after this. Like, yeah, you're you, done. You tell me water and zero IP. He was making fun of the hot water, so I had to really push that. It's so delicious. I love that. I love it's that. It's really we'll good. Be over after. Right. Don't worry. So we're dealing with upside. Mm-hmm. What do we got? So... I think I like this one a little bit more than the layback. I'm gonna go 3.75 out of 5. Okay, I like it. You know, Chris? Uh, Tara Lightfoot's banging it right now. So I'm gonna agree with you. 3.75 out of 5. Yeah, I feel like this is a 3.75 for me as well. Like, it is balanced. It is nice. I, I like it. Preacher Chad also giving it a 3.75. There you go. The math is easy. Oh, there yes, it is. I like it. All right. Well, I think that concludes. Do we have any more beers? I think, I think we'll take this one offline. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I think so, too. I think that's a good idea. I like it. All right. Cheers. Thanks well, for having thank me. Thank you, Jocelyn. Appreciate Cheers, it. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right, and we are back. And who are we with? What is it? Wavemaker? Uh, it is, and it's, and it's Scott, not Scott. Scott from Wavemaker. Welcome, Scott. What's going on, you guys? Glad to have you, buddy. Not much. Thanks uh, for having me. I feel like you drew the uh, short straw on this one uh, because you do have some individuals who are in the backside of here looking yes. at you during this. You may have an audience time. of. The backside and then the front side of playing cornhole right now with the town brewery <laughs> cornhole. Right. Uh, I both hate it and enjoy it for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Wavemaker? Why can, can get a little bit? Of that? Yeah, for sure. Nice. Uh, Wavemaker's been open since March of 2019. Um, we brew a wide variety of beer, um, everything from super easy drinking, smooth, 
to big hoppy double IPAs, uh, imperial stouts, uh, and flavored beers, fruit beers, sour fruit beers. Everything. Know, everything in between, yeah. Nice. nice. Very yeah. good. So I was just saying offline, I think I'm the only one who's actually been to a wave maker before. So I just want to get up in terms of the amount of beers I've had from you guys, well, which is probably going to be yeah. more than anybody else will do. Yeah. Well, besides yourself. Yeah. Uh, one, two. How many yeah, you got? I've had How nine. Many you got? I've had nine. nine. So I've had oh. the Enthroned, uh, Electric Wind, great one. Legendary Powers, mm. uh, the Milkshake Guava Sour Candies, uh, Defense, which I love the can label uh, on that one. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, the Dubois, the mm. uh, Fruit Salad my, Pineapple Mango. Are you going to name everyone? Yeah. The like- Lager Buyer. And the Orion, because I can name everyone, because I've been there instead of you guys who have not been there. So I can name everyone I've had. So Nice. Aha. So the first one we're going to have is what? The Hang Loose Light. Hang, Hang Loose. Yeah. Do we have to do like a hand gesture for that? So this is not. It's mandatory. Uh, this is not. Uh, <laughs> so at, to finish our second season, we had uh, Prince Eddie's uh, it, from Prince Edward County. And their logo is the uh, Hang Loose. Absolutely. Uh, so this kind of ties into mm-hmm. uh, to Prince Eddie's. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. So this is a, uh, a lager. Uh, a pale. Yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah, nice, delicious, smooth and light beer. And a collaboration between uh, you guys and Brothers Brewing from Guelph. Very good. Uh, I've had some Brothers from Guelph. Brothers was... Uh, it's, yeah, they brew They're like a brotherhood beer. to me. I'm sorry, you have some brothers from Guelph? Yeah, I guess so. No, my brother's from Stratford. There you go. (laughs) So this is a smooth, filtered, light beer. Clean, crisp, and easy drinking. Some would say clean, light crisp, actually. That's spot on. Nice. Just smooth, easy drinking. Okay. So... no, one, no one's had this uh, from the podcast. For, I mean, 43 oh. people have yeah, had it. 4.5%, 15 IBUs, and 43 people have had it. Yeah. And we're going to be 44. It, it seems very uh, smooth drinking. Yeah. Would, would you kind of categorize that? Absolutely. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Just uh, something smooth. Uh, it was really popular last night uh, here at the fest. And probably will be popular tonight when it gets busy again. Eh? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into it here. Yeah. yeah cheers. I, I mean, as a as a, as a logger, it kind of like follows that kind of um, very traditional logger kind of feel. Um, You're seeing the pale logger become more of a trend now. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Oh, IPAs," and then it goes to pale ales, and like, "Oh, if they call it a pale logger, it's like, it's all about the kind of like the naming of it and the labeling of it, right?" Mm-hmm. Sure. And so when you when you say, "Hey, oh, it's a pale logger," it's like, "Okay, people are going to try that, whether it's in their flight or a half pint or a full pint at the brewery, they're going to try it." It's something light, easy drinking, crisp, clean. They know it's going to be good. It's yeah. 100% patio, patio exactly. beer for sure. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Very crushable, um, kind of like your everyday kind of beer. Like we did a, a beer Olympics not too long ago, and I was like, oh, I need something to drink. I went to Landshark, but this would be kind of like the equivalent. Like just yeah. very, very simple, very basic. Uh, you know you can have... Six, seven, eight of them mm-hmm. in in a weekend. And I know uh, uh, Wavemaker, for example, the actual brewery itself, doesn't really hide itself from the sun. Yes. Right? Very it, true. Literally, the actual brewery. <laughs> and then if you want to sit outside the patio, 
don't know if you've uh, updated the tents lately. We have, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a bit well, more the last shade time now. I was there, there was uh, zero tents, and it was sunny and 35. Absolutely, yeah. We have we have uh, shade sails up at the brewery now. Okay. Nice. So I definitely have some more shade. But yeah. that first year was Pro- probably uh, good. a hot one. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was hot the day I was there, for yeah, sure. It, yeah, it's pretty hot today. Oh, oh, it is. And that's the thing. is like the sun is moving. We thought we'd get some tree coverage. Uh, we failed. We, we mm-hmm. did for a bit. We did. But, but we now did. the sun has moved. Uh, so I would say this beer is kind of like, I don't know, it's halfway between a lager and a pale ale. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get the lager yeah. vibes of it. Yeah. But, uh, like, again, it's very traditional. It goes down that crisp, crushable vibe. Yeah, one hundred percent. If it was one of the things, like say for example, oh, true, yeah. the tokens in terms of what happens at Paris Beer Fest or Drinks Fest here, like if you're given two tokens, you can go back and get two more tokens. You can get two more tokens and you get two more. All of a sudden, twenty bucks for the tokens are spent on the slogger. Yeah, yeah. Right? We had people coming back uh, for that beer all night last night. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was just gonna say, so like uh, looking at uh, the Friday night and then again this afternoon in uh, on Saturday, you guys have done okay. Yeah, we've done. It's been great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been awesome engaging with people and people who've been to the brewery and people who hear about us for the first time. It's it's always great to meet new people and and and, and talk I think beer. it's one of the things why you do these beer festivals for example is because you're trying to reach up to people you haven't seen before right and right. if you can get you know half the crowd a quarter of the crowd from here to eventually make it down to Wavemaker, mm-hmm. it makes sense right for sure it's, it's just a, it's one of those yeah. things and you have the two beers here mm-hmm. and i can already tell you because i'm the only one out of the four of us who's been to the brewery uh this you're gonna guy, have more this yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that i know you have more than two on tap yeah, right. Uh, 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 for sure. I, I would imagine exactly. Well, I hope and, so. And uh, my wife was the first thing <laughs> Your she wife. said. Yeah, my wife. The first thing she said about when I what he said, like you know, we're doing Paris Drinks Fest, and she knew Wavemaker was gonna be there. It's like, how many beers is Wavemaker gonna have? Yeah. How much can you bring home with me or with <laughs> myself? Right. Yeah. I, was like, I wish we could. You know what? Uh, it's not gonna happen. Right? Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. I will. I will gladly <laughs> yeah. drive you to Cambridge, mm-hmm. go to Wavemaker, and we can sit there all day. Oh yeah! What you guys cool. have food trucks. What a great you guys have a bunch of stuff there. We can hang out. I know. I need that sound clip to yeah. promote. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. start yeah. 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 We'll start with my wife, yeah. and then we'll go from there. Perfect. All right. So um, we're done. Kind of the first one. What's everybody thinking on the first one? Yeah, uh, Chris, what do you got? Yeah. So this is above the average that I would give for a logger. Okay. Um, I would give this a four. Okay. Okay. Tyler. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna come in with a three five, uh, three point five, mm-hmm. very like traditional lager. And you guys know how I feel about lagers. It's tough to kind of like beat that like over that average mark. Um, it, it's it's very well done. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, fits in with kind of like the uh, the standard of the average. So producer Chad is kind of again agreeing with you with the three five. Uh, myself uh, again, I'm gonna put myself in a position where nobody wants to be in, which yeah. is between you. Tyler and you, Chris. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with a 375. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people. Yeah, I think now, I can't. Hold on. No, I can't see anybody right now who wants to do okay, that. Okay, so. for sure. For sure, for sure. All right, so that's, uh, that covers the first beer. Uh, now, moving on to the second one. So this one here, 
Um, yeah, if you want to give us a little bit, Scott, of kind sure. of like the, the description of it, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. It's um, our pineapple and mango fruit beer. Oh, I love um, mango. So we do both uh, non-sour and sour uh, fruit beers at the brewery. As you um, should. Yeah, for sure. And uh, this, uh, this one's part of our fruit salad series, which is the non-sour fruit beers we do. Okay. And um, it's, uh, yeah, super smooth. Uh, the, the fruit is present, but it doesn't uh, dominate the whole whole beverage. It still tastes like beer. And uh, it's got, it's, it finishes very dry, not very sweet. So it, you get the fruit flavor, but, you know, it doesn't feel too full or overwhelming. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And we've discussed this on the, the podcast before. Like, pineapple, it seems like a very, like, flavor that you can nail. A uh, mango is very difficult. I don't know what it's it very is. subtle. Yeah, yeah like, you absolutely. either get too much of it or you don't get enough. For um, sure. I hope in this beer that we do get enough of it. Uh, I'm a huge fan of mango. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it's taking a mango and slicing it up and, and having it, I, I did go to to Asia. Calm down, boys. What? Calm down. Calm down. You went to Asia. Calm down. No, I know. I know. I know. Um, but there's a lot of mango that I, I, I had on that trip as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, mango seems to be kind of like a flavor profile that is there, but um, in in order to it kind of appeal to the the, the the beer itself, it really needs to like take that step up. And uh, I hope that's that's in this beer. If not, it is what it is because it is very difficult to nail. I, I find at least. And we um, we try to we use a new fruit supplier uh, this year than we okay. have in the past. Yep. And uh, so I like mangoes more than I like pineapple. Yeah. So okay. I used more mango than pineapple in the nice. recipe, yep. but uh, I don't want to burst the bubble, but uh, <laughs> pineapple um, comes through a little more, a little from, more. for me than, yep. than the mango, yeah. So I, kind of, that's sorry, totally fair. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, it's totally fair, and I feel like pineapple, like as, as a fruit alone, uh, usually takes the forefront uh, mm-hmm. above mango no matter what. So if you go to mix them... It's like you only like almost need like 70-30 split of mango to pineapple mm-hmm. just to kind of overpower that pineapple flavor. So For I to- sure. totally yeah. get where you come from. Yeah. So kind of, I don't know how much you use untapped at all, but kind of just judging by the untapped, there's been four different fruit salad series that you've made. So the pineapple mango, which is the one we're having, mm-hmm. there's been a raspberry, a passion fruit, dragon fruit, and then a peach. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Yes. <laughs> the peach is a good well, one. Well, sure. I mean, if you're all judging by good, the but... uh, ratings here, uh, looks like the raspberry and the peach are tied at a 3.84. Yeah, the the raspberry, I would say between the two, we've done the raspberry a few times mm-hmm. and the peach only the one time, but uh, the raspberry is definitely a fan favorite at the yes. brewery. Like, for, we still get people coming by and yeah. asking for the, it. And the, the, the pineapple mango, it looks like the one that you've been at least been rated the most. I don't know if it's the one you've done the most. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, this is our second yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, one one of our favorite beers. Um, I mean, Brett, myself, and, and one of the producers was a peach Hefeweizen actually at a cowbell, and they did mm. a really yes. good job with it. Now, Sounds I have I have taken a, a, a sip of this. Um, I do get that pineapple juice mm-hmm. right up front. So I, I mm-hmm. totally see where we're coming from with that. Um, again, it'd be nice to get a little bit more of the mango, whether mm-hmm. it's kind of like on the back end and, and kind of like cool off that flavor. Because, uh, again, pineapple, it, it, can, it can be like over-dominant. Um, and, and it'd be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chris, what do you got? Yeah, so this pineapple mango fruit salad has been checked in 312 times. Wow. Uh, I am one of those chickens. You are awesome. one of those I just found that out right now. Uh, so it has a 374 average. Um, so 
when I first taste it, I'm getting a lot of that pineapple, right? And but I think so pineapple's kind of like I don't know, I would kind of describe it as like a sharp flavor, right? Mm -hmm. Like it hits you with a lot of almost like you, carbonation. You know what to right? expect. Yep. Yeah. And then the mango mellows it out a bit, right? Cuz so I'm getting a good balance from this beer. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what probably what you were trying to achieve, right? For it's sure. Like, yeah. Right. Kind so of a, just a quick question for yeah. you. Um, so I had this in August 18th of 2019. How long have you been with Wavemaker? Uh, we opened in uh, March 2019. So you've been there since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm the owner. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's well, okay. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. I actually got this in a, I would say, a growler. Nice. Because you can take a look at the picture, and look at the unique growl you have. Like it's one of those ones that's like yeah. the yeah. I don't actually really know how to describe it. Yeah, when we first uh, when we first but. opened, I found them from a distributor in, in the states, mm -hmm. and that, so we had to ship a skid of them up for us. Yeah, and so we had them uh, printed and then shipped up to us. Yeah, but they're they're available in Ontario now, so we get yes. them from a, a local supplier. Right. But yeah, uh, I thought they were things, so cool. Your, your that, growlers like, you know. are, I guess, we called crowlers, mm -hmm. if you will are one of the most unique in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they were really cool. Yes. Um, we were the only ones that had that, that yes, shape exactly. for, for a year or so. Probably part of the reason I bought it. Yeah, not more. No, I see them around now, and yep. that's good. You sure, know. sure, sure. You no, know, it was cool. But, uh, and, I, and I gave yeah, it a I four like in three years ago. Mm, nice. uh, what, what's today's date? August what? We are 20th. August 20th. I gave it August 18th, 20th. So three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Almost to the date. that long, eh? Wow. I went to uh, Wave Maker and had the, the fruit salad series of the pineapple mango, and I gave it a four. Um... Oh, I think nice. Michael hired today. So you said you were one of the owners, then? Yes. So yeah. I mean, we're we're in kind of in privileged company, then. I think so. Oh, I think okay. we, it's all we, good, man. Yeah. No, no, no. Just, no. Just that, that's good. So are you sole ownership? Like yeah. Property? yeah. I own the brewery 100. percent yeah. Very nice. Very Financed nice. it all with yes. like debt and stuff from the bank. Because yeah, I, I know sure. I've connected with uh, a guy named Steve before. I don't know if he's. Uh, yeah, he's still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, so, he's actually there tonight. Yeah. Um, so in terms mm -hmm. of uh, the Canada Craft Beer Society group on Facebook, mm -hmm. I've kind of connected with him in the previously in terms of the way maker and awesome. kind of getting stuff yeah. from him he's very active on uh, on the on the groups yes yeah. exactly so it's one of those things i think maybe uh sometime soon the four of us uh you know because you guys haven't been there don't, i don't mean to I, I, I would 100 percent. i know where we're going with this because cambridge is a really good craft beer scene it is sure. jackass wave maker forefathers we, we featured barn uh, cat farm league yeah. Oh yeah, very yeah, nice yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we love to have you guys, and I think sure. I mean just beyond this is um, we've reached out to like some of like breweries before and uh, like tried to do like collaborations, and um, the the one thing I think we can all agree on is as much as we are a podcast and we try to promote like breweries. Um, that like that really is the foundation of what we try to do is make your business kind of come to the forefront and yeah. um, mm -hmm. what you guys are doing is, is good and we can understand that by the beers that we've had even just sitting here um, we haven't mm -hmm. got to the ratings yet but I, I can show you to God tell you like this last beer again very much pineapple forward um, however if you if you just Increased it a little bit on the mango. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I'd be sitting at a five. I'll, I'll, I'll awesome. say it. I'll say it. I'll <laughs> okay, say there it. You go. There you go. I'll Sweet. say it. I'll say it. And he's only rated one five. We've been doing this for almost two and a half years, yeah. almost three years. Yeah, man, and that's great. Yeah. He's rated yeah. one five. It's, it's a really nice, it's and a nice it, he's beer. Close. It's a good festival beer. Yeah. Um, yes, but I agree. Beyond yeah. that, I mean, if you can this. Um, you put it out there uh, beginning, let's say, the end of May, beginning of uh, uh, June. 
you know individuals are taking cottage country and, and doing that this is one of those beers that i feel like you could sit in a like an inner tube and just relax out on a river um it's perfect this, this you guys mm-hmm. have done a really good job with this one and, and again it's Very one of the good. only the real sours here right yeah i mean yeah, if you look if you look around like there's not really many sours no. around, right? No, and I know that the the girls from Thornbury were looking for something special. So if you could hook them up, definitely, <laughs> I think they would appreciate that. I mean, uh, I think they're, they're sitting right over there. So they are, um, yeah. They're tired after the game of cornhole something, for sure. Oh, yeah. they, they would love that. But uh, let's get some and everything here. else in between. Uh, Chris, why don't you get started? I don't, I don't want to be that guy that's uh, setting up with everything, but. But he's setting you up, so go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So in terms of ratings, uh, I do really like this beer. I, like I mentioned, I, I like pineapple. I like mango as well. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.25. Ooh. Tyler? Ooh, go ahead. Very nice. Thanks. You sure you want me to go next? <laughs> yes, please. All right. Uh-oh. 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 Yeah, Uh-oh. We're, not, we're, not, we're not there yet. We're not there ah. yet. I do think the uh, pineapple flavor comes to the forefront, as, as you mentioned. Um and it, it's that juiciness of it and you can withdraw like the uh, traditional pineapple rings and keep the like the, the syrup that's left behind that's really why I, I pick up on this um, I'm gonna give this a 4.5 the only change that I would make is increasing that mango profile if you hit that mango profile this would probably be my second five on the podcast um, mango, we've said, it's almost like peach. It's very difficult to nail mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it is almost subdued by other flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fantastic beer. I would almost, uh, if I if I was allowed by my wife, by me, wherever <laughs> she is. Hi. Uh, yeah, if I, if I was allowed to, uh, you know, have uh, a kegerator on, on tapped, I would 100% put this on tap. (laughs) For me, that's coming come Christmas time. I can't um, say too much. You guys have done a phenomenal job with this. And I think that uh, out of all the beers that we've had, this is probably one of the best um, at Paris Strix Fest. Thank you. Honestly, it's between this one and the Coconut Porter from hometown right now. Yep. I I agree. Uh, For myself. Two different. Yes. And for myself and producer Chad. I don't know what the hell is wrong with us today, but we're agreeing on everything. Wow. Uh, we both give this a 4.5. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. This yeah, no, a, a hey, thank you to you guys. Sure. And we'd love to um, highlight you on a full episode of, oh, of, sure. of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Um, we're always looking for collaboration opportunities. Um, if we can get your name out there, that, that's what we're about. And, awesome, and uh, us too. Yeah, yeah. We, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day for this. Yes. Thank you um, very much. Absolutely. Th- well, thanks is, for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely great yeah, beer. No you guys have done a phenomenal job. And I think uh, a tour down to Cambridge is in our near future for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. 100%. All right. Let me know when you guys are coming. Perfect. Can Thank do. you. Thank yeah. you very much. Awesome. Thanks. All right, we are back actually with uh, Paris. Wow, you know what? We, we're in Paris and we have Paris here. Uh, so the first beer that we're actually gonna try is a Peach Goza. Uh, we're here with Ken. Ken, what do you have to say about this Peach Goza? Well, it's a classic Goza recipe, so it's a salted, um, more traditional sour. And we don't use the, so we use the, uh, the yeast 
characters to bring out the sourness uh, okay. versus a uh, secondary fermentation. Yep. And um, with like a nice, mild, highly drinkable. This is our kind of our thing with all of our beers. Something right. very drinkable, uh, something you can enjoy more than one of. And with and we had a lot of success last year when we released our first Goza, which was Lime. Sure. And yep. we've since done that now in uh, a sour cherry yep. with, with an extract, as yep. well as a blue raspberry. And then now, yesterday, we just released four drinks fast. The peach goes. So, so this is fresh, Ken. This is this is this nice. is as fresh like as, as fresh it gets. Fresh so, as you can get. So, what's your position with uh, the, the Paris Brewery then? With Paris Brewing, so I'm one of the owners, yeah. one of the founders, okay. and uh, one of the brewers, Very and nice. head farmer, so I take care of the hops, and um, I'm in charge of the production side. Very nice. I like right. to stay so I'm just like going to say, the, the uh, first person to untap this was, uh, untap it as the Salty Stinger Sour Peach Hosa. Yeah, I was going to Not the Gosa, the Hosa. It's an H. Yeah. Wow. As, as in Henry. So I don't know oh, if you want to correct that person. Also, the person who could have untapped it was a big fan of the podcast. There you go. So, Very nice. I guess we'll We're figure it out. We're going to have to call this the hose now. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah you're it's obligated to you. It's, 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 it's probably got some hops in it, right? It's just a touch, yeah. yeah uh, exactly. Very very mild hop dose in the ghosts, actually. We're just going for bittering. Okay. Not a lot of hop aroma. Very nice. So what should we really expect from this, then? You'd expect a nice, uh, very kind of an electrolyte uh, pop. So very oh. refreshing. Not too terribly sour. And... Uh, not exactly. It would be more sour forward and peach okay. in the background. Oh, That's nice. what I think you should so have. I so might have jumped ahead a bit. I'm almost, a sip of that. I'm almost done mine, too. <laughs> yeah, as Tyler slapped Bad boy, me. bad boy. Um, Very good. Damn. So That is good. So, <laughs> yeah. let, let me just uh, yeah, say, go ahead, so, so obviously with the Gosa, you expect kind of like that salt kind of flavor right. in it. Is there a lot of salt within this Gosa? or? Uh, you'll you'll notice it there. You'll notice it. You'll notice it. Yeah. You do notice it. I, I, I would never I would never call our gozas salty, but it's absolutely there. And that takes away a little bit from the sourness, right? Sure. So it sure. kind of balances it. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you've already had it. I have. Yes, indeed. Chris, what do you what do you get off the nose on this one? Then uh, five. By all means, you can go ahead and uh, okay. okay. Firstly, the nose. Peach just galore. Very tight. And then we get into the actual taste of the beer. And you guys have done a good job. It's got that nice saltiness to it, but it's got that pe- peach flavor that you want from it. That's going to be real good at like about 9 o'clock tonight. That people are going to be <laughs> wanting to go back to and wanting more of. Chris, where do you get off the nose? You know what? It's a, it's a very refreshing beer. Um, it's not too sour, right? Like no. with the Gosa, you kind of think you, sour. You, you've tasted it? Yeah, I have tasted okay, it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So you think really, like with the Gosa, you think it's sour. It's not too sour, not overpowering. Like I mentioned, the salt kind of balances that out. It's very nice. Good peach flavor. Um, yeah, it's a nice beer overall. Yeah, I, I think one thing that I want to kind of like uh, hit on here is it's that very fuzzy peach at the very end of it. And um, with a, a, a Goza, you expect it to be very, again, salty kind of like forward, yeah. kind of dominate the flavor profile as you move through the flavor. Um, this sits really nicely. Yes. Um, and you, I don't know, mango and peach is very difficult to hit. Uh, and we've seen this over the 6,000 plus unique beers that cumulatively we, we've we've had. 
Um, but with this beer, is like you get a very f- like fuzzy peach yes. um, flavor profile, and it sits very nicely. Like, and, and I know you don't well know me that well, but fuzzy peach is like my like go-to, like my you know. That's your candy? Yeah, that's my candy. That's, that's my thing. It's yeah. fuzzy peach and cheesecake. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and this hits the fuzzy peach vibe 100%. Really well. And I don't know if that's what you're kind of going for. It's- it is, yeah. We, you know, we're Sometimes you have to be careful with fruit. You don't want to get the fruit skin flavor. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too astringent, too bitter. So we were we were cons- not concerned. But we just wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be the peach skin or peach pit sure. uh, mm-hmm. astringency to it. So. Sure. And I mean, like, when we look at, like, geographical locations, I find like your uh, brewery as well as like Steel Wheel um, being in the same kind of area, mm-hmm. but this beer um, I feel is done really well. Like it is extremely balanced, and it, it's not something that you think like, okay, I need to have a water nearby to have. Right. Um, we've we've dealt with this with uh, different cideries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get like a dry finish, um, but the finish on this is very clean, very crisp. Um, and I'm not just pumping the tires because you're sitting right here. Um, I feel like I still could take you um, in like a best of seven. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, but, I'm not that threatened. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the cornhole that's happening in front of us from town? Or For what? sure. Yeah, totally. For sure. Probably I'm in a best of seven like boxing match. But I feel like this is a kind of beer that if I had more than one day off from municipal government, uh, which I don't, uh, but if I did, that this is a beer that I could take to a, uh, like a, a dock and just sit there and have multiple of and not feel absolutely like okay. over- Firstly, hold on. Don't you? Aren't you going to Calgary next week? I am. But still, <laughs> you off for like a week. Our cans travel really well. Just <laughs> yeah. Come on honestly, over tomorrow. Grab a couple. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like uh, I'm very fortunate that my my wife's family is from the Ramford area, and uh, I'm a- able to enjoy Paris a, a lot. Um, I just lived off of Helen Ave, unfortunately, for several years when I worked for the city of Ramford. It was a long drive from Stratford to Seattle. Let me tell you, it, it was bad, but uh, I'm glad that you guys are doing very well Thank and, you. and and producing quality beers. And we've had um, numerous interactions with a lot of breweries that you know what they do a good job, but they stay in their niche market. Mm. And you could get a lot of three two fives to three seven fives, very mediocre. Um, to me, this beer itself is elevated. And um, I commend you guys on the work that you've done with this. Um, there, there seems to be a lot of a, a time and consistency with it. Um, I feel like this is a beer that you guys could have as a core beer every summer and nail it every single time. I mean, and, and that, and that, to me, is, is more than anything. So yes. I think you guys have done a really good job with this. Awesome. I Thank you. That. That, that's that's really nice to hear. It's great feedback. It's our goal is always to, no matter what we're making, if it's if it's our uh, you know. Hellas Lager or anything. We just want it to be uh, super well balanced and 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 traditional. If it's traditional style, we want it to be a classic traditional style. So kind yeah, of uh, going on in terms of how we do in the podcast the ratings. Uh, we kind of rated it a five. But before you get there, though, I think I think Chris wanted to make a comment. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Went. So obviously, we had Paris on uh, on the podcast right. uh, in our second season. We did. And what I noticed, Chris was, was great, by the way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. the beers were great. Really, no, but Christian was really oh, good. Oh, Christian about, was great, yeah. Very, yes, we had the uh, Bohemian Pilsner, I mean, the Tagwork brand. Yes. In very terms very of a wit beer with quince. But, but what I've, what I've kind of taken from Paris is, like, even if you don't necessarily 
identify with the style of beer, like in terms of like, oh, that's the style I really like. You can appreciate that the work that's gone into the beer, right, is is proper, and the beer tastes like the style is supposed to taste, right? right. So that that's something that I've really identified with parrots is like. Even if you don't necessarily like the style of beer, it's done properly, and you can appreciate that. Right. Cool. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that comes through. Yeah, yeah that's definitely that, the goal. I think to kind of dovetail off of that, and I think it's really important for you guys here too, is um, there's breweries that uh, generally make beers for the market. Um, you, it seems like you make beers that that resonate with Paris Brucco and the brand and Christian and and whatever makes sense. Um, That's right. and, and very traditional beers. I love how you guys don't deviate from that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very respectable and honorable. And um, you don't have to go ahead and make a, an IPA or double IPA or triple IPA just to accommodate um, the 17 to 23, 24% of, of beer yeah. drinkers. Um, you stay within your niche and you do it well. And I think that if you lose sight of that, you'll lose sight of brand. Um, but what you guys do really well is you cater to yourselves and your audience appreciates that. And I've been in there before numerous times. Um, Megan would sit off to the side. She's seen me at least once or twice. Unfortunately, which is, uh, I almost feel disrespectful. I don't want to see Tyler at all. But I know, I'm stuck I know, seeing him many times. But um, again, it's a hospitality. It's staying true to yourselves. And uh, to me, that's the most respectful quality of any brewery that you could possibly have in, in Ontario or internationally. So um, kudos to you guys. I think that that's really appreciative. Um, Brett, Thank you, you, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, no, honestly, honestly it's, it's really great to hear. So I think we'll get on the ratings for the uh, Peach Gosa. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, myself, I'm going to rate it at 4.25. Uh, Producer Chad, the right of me, is going to rate it a four. Okay. Okay. So you guys can kind of um, go ahead out of, and give out us of five ball, Yeah, out of five ball caps, um, this is a solid beer. Again, you stay true to yourselves. You, for me, it's if you tell me what it is and that's what it is, I'm going to give you a higher rating. Out of five ball caps, I'm going to give this a four point five. It uh, is a solid yeah. beer. Yeah. I, I really like the beer. Uh, maybe a tiny bit more peach, but uh, definitely giving it a, a 4.25 out of 5. Very good. So overall, that gives us a high score. Um, Ken, do you have anything that you want to wrap this up with? Uh, where's the brewery at? Where are we going with it? Uh, what, what do you see for the future for Paris? Well, we are uh, going to continue to provide you know wonderful food and a cool uh, contemporary venue with uh, great traditional beers. And uh, you know we're not we're not going anywhere. We're just going to keep brewing. Uh, we are spoiler alert. Actually, nobody else knows this, but we are putting in some more tanks. Nice. Oh, super exciting! Everybody knows now. So we're going to increase production. We just got to have to figure out you know how to fit them in our teeny tiny basement uh, sure. sometime over the winter. And um, yeah, you know I have to say uh, you, you guys are fantastic by the way, and thanks for having me here. Um, we have tremendous tremendous support from our community and it, it's you know we, we can speak to the quality but I, I think the um, you know opening up in COVID everybody looks an underdog right so sure. we, we get locals in all the time on Mondays Tuesdays Wednesdays and a lot of tourists on the weekend so we're really blessed with a fantastic team and a fantastic amount of support so we're just, we're just going to uh, we're just going to keep doing it and we have uh, 
We've been talking about uh, the fall and, and next year's beer program, and it's going to be pretty spectacular. And Oktoberfest is coming up, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We could talk about that. We yeah. could talk about I mean, the beers at Paris speak for themselves. They're really, really well done. And uh, if you want to get a great beer uh, that's brewed to the traditional style, head to Paris. Yeah, and you know what? I've been very fortunate. Again, my, my wife is from the Bareford area. I've been very fortunate. As I say, when Paris opened up, uh, we'd go to Jade's Chinese just literally right down the block, <laughs> have some Chinese, and then hit up uh, Paris. And uh, it's, it's great. Um, everything you guys do is, is fantastic. And we really appreciate the work that you guys do. Um, again, it's the dedication to the, the beers and uh, not deviating from um, what necessarily, you know, what everybody else wants, but staying true to yourselves. And that's the identity I think you guys got to stick with. And uh, we appreciate having yes. you on, uh, Ken. And um, thank but, you for making the hey. time. So my favorite, but my favorite beer for the show is then one you're gonna uh, exactly. taste next. Uh, I'll let oh. my niece Megan here. She's gonna. Uh, and, and Megan's our. I know she can't hear me right now because she doesn't have the headphones that, on. That's okay. Saying, you talk shit about her all you want. Exactly. Uh, she's uh, so she is. She is my niece, and she's our assistant general manager, and she does a phenomenal job sure does. of uh, you know needing together the team over at the. Uh, at the I, w- at I the was just gonna ask the name of the feist beer that you're gonna kind of lead into here. Well, it will... Okay, another spoiler alert. Am I allowed to say this? It's still August. We, we're calling it Fest Beer here because it's, you know, it's warm and it's, it's sure, August. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's, it's our Oktoberfest recipe, so this will be available uh, once we start uh, doing our Oktoberfest celebrations okay. mid to late September okay. as, as our Oktoberfest. Is, is there any name to it yet or no? Oktoberfest. Octo- okay. Oktoberfest Fest go. Beer. Yeah. There you go. I, yeah. I actually think I last saw Megan relatively around that same time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. with, with my wife and her friends, I guess they're my friends too. Uh, yeah, by they default, ask me. but um, by association, I, I think that's one of the things that I love about uh, about Paris um, uh, Brew Company is the the fact that you can show up and um, you can get information about the beers on the spot, and uh, you guys do a really good job. I I commend you about everything you guys are doing. Um, it is quintessentially the finest um, small town brewery experience and if you haven't been here whether it's uh, Paris Drinks Fest or not you have to show up to Paris uh, Paris Brewery Company this is honestly my first time ever being to Paris Ontario me too and uh, I'm actually quite blown away in terms of how the town looks and everything like that and I, I drove past the building many times because apparently I couldn't figure out parking on the way here. And, uh, totally true. Yeah. That's, that's quite a nice building. Very good. Cool. You guys are great. Thank you very much. I'm going to yes. let Megan Thank get you. some air time. Absolutely. And, uh, come on in, you know, late September. for I'll give you, like, the one liter. We'll have this in one liter. One liter Steins. Oh, yeah. You know, don't tell me with a good time. Yeah. Come on. There you go. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with Megan. And thank you for staying tuned. All right. Thanks. Welcome back, everybody. We have now a new person. A new Paris. person oh. for Paris. Yes, we've, indeed. Can't complain about that at all. No. No, not at all. 
We've got Megan. Hi, Megan. Hey, how's it going? Good. good. So, you know what? A fun fact about Megan here is um, I was actually in the brewery not too, too long ago. I'd say about six months. I got married in between, which is unfortunate for myself. We've all discussed this. But Megan came up, and actually, as we discussed some of the beer in the podcast, Megan was the first person to describe some of the beers. And let me tell you, all the breweries I've been to, she did a phenomenal job. Wow. An well, absolute you know great curation, if you will. Talk. For know. sure. I mean, of all the breweries that I've been to, Megan did a really great job of explaining what it is, what we have, and what's coming out. Um, and you don't really see that because sometimes customer service can be internal and not necessarily external. So I just want to make that point before we get on to the next beer here. So, Megan, what are we drinking today? So, we're going to try our Fest beer. Okay. Um, we brewed it just for Drinks Fest, you know, oh, nice yes. and fun, nice and Very festy. exclusive to us. Yeah. And everybody that's been here. Yeah. Not even on Untapped yet. Yeah, not on t- it's not even on, t- on top of the brewery, so wow. feel there you go. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to describe this beer a little bit? Do you want to yeah. go into some of the, the flavor For profiles sure. that we'll experience? Yeah, so this is a fest beer, um, so similar to what you'll you'll see kind of in Oktoberfest. Uh, we like to call it Roasty Toasty. Oh, so oh, really, yeah, really. That's nice a great name. name. That's gonna catch some people Very for sure nice. when they come into the brewery. Who yeah. came up with that name? Was it Ken or you? No, it's not the name. It's just how it's, we it's talk about it. Yeah, but how, no, no. I'd seriously go with that name. Yeah, who came up with that? Who came up with that? Come on, man. I don't know. It could have been, you know, evolution. All right, we'll allow it. Yeah. That episode's for later on in life when we talk about evolution. Yeah. <laughs> Think about evolution. There you go. So what what do we expect out of this? Um, so a little bit more malt forward, you know, nice sweet Bavarian malt. We like to call it celebration suds. So, you know, nice and creamy, roasty, like I was saying, sweet Bavarian malt. So you get like a little bit of sweetness on the nose, um, followed by, you know, roasty toasty, roasty toasty malt notes. Really yummy, really I, I'm definitely getting those uh, kind of toasted malts off, yeah. off the beer for sure. Yeah. You know, ambery, caramely, just really lovely, nice and smooth, goes down easy. See, you're already done your yeah. glass. Yeah, so well, is yeah, this, exactly. a, de- is this a, a little bit of a deviation from like a normal Oktoberfest beer? Or is it kind of very similar to the previous recipes that you guys have used? Yeah, I, I'm i not one of the brewers, but yeah, sure. uh, it's, it's still very similar to our last Oktoberfest release. Um, I'm sure it will be also similar to what we'll release this October. Uh, we always love to have a fun uh, Oktoberfest month sure. at the tap room. So yeah. So overall, I mean, the uh, previous Oktoberfest beer that you guys have had on Untapped has uh, got 37 ratings of a 3.80, and I remember getting it because I wasn't there, uh, you know, too long ago. It was a 3.75. Um, but did you notice the check-in that it was a wheat beer? It, it is a wheat. It's labeled as a wheat beer. And this is not a wheat beer. It's, it is. It's not. It's not. It's not. But I You're do. Welcome. I do commend the flavor profile that I'm getting, guys, because it's very. There is like a, a, a maltiness to it, almost like a caramel kind of start to it, um, and I like that. It, it, it's a very nice uh, balanced beer. Yeah, it, it's definitely not aggressive on the roasty and toasty, right? No. Like, it, nice it's got that kind of... Which I think is exactly what you want in a fest beer, is you don't want it to be aggressive. You want it to sit there, you want to like it, and you want to have more of it. Versus if it was too aggressive, you're like, okay, I've had it, I don't need to have it again. This is one 
let you have it. And then, you know what? I might go back for a second one. It, it's kind of comforting. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's warm. It yeah. warms you up. Yeah. Oh, it's warm right now. Don't like. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah. Disagree with that. I, I it's warm. So, what would be one of your favorite beers from Parasite? Do, do you have a favorite? Is it is it kind of like picking like one of those kids? I don't I don't have kids, uh, but I I don't know I don't know. Do you have a favorite beer style? You know, I I evolve. I change with the season. You know. Oh, you're like Tyler from Wishbone. Just yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. this season like this beer, but not season like that. Yeah, beer. yeah. You know. Um, the fest beer is great for that transition between summer and fall, uh, like I said, to warm me up a little bit. Right now, I'm a big fan of the Peach Gosa that we that's tried That Peach Gosa? It's so good. It's it's so good. good. Honestly, I would think of that as a transition beer between yeah. summer and fall. Yeah, and I it's not so. like overpowering. Like That's what we were just saying before. Is like To me, is like that's a solid beer. Like You could have that any time. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a good, it's a good pint. So is this beer. It, yeah. It, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's like, again, when we look at like seasonal changes, um, we go ahead and, and transition into almost like an Oktoberfest beer. We're not near Oktoberfest yet. We're still about a month and a half, two months away. But um, this is a solid beer. Now, again, I, I have I have had the previous version of an Oktoberfest beer. Yeah. What are your thoughts? But, so with the Oktoberfest, like this beer is really good, like we said, with the transition. So it's not too ba- too much, um, you know, maltiness. Not too much caramel kind of sweetness. It's a very nice uh, transition beer from the summer to the fall. I agree. That's, that's all I have. Wow, yes. very informative. Um, do you uh, want to do some ratings on this? Yeah, sure. What do you got, Chris? So I would give this probably a uh, uh, 3.75 out of 5. Brett, do you have anything? I'd give it a 3.5 out of 5. Wow, okay. Um, I'd give it a 3.75 as well, and I gave the previous year's 3.75 out of 5 uh, from Oktoberfest, and I had that, again, in the brewery, um, along with, I believe, it, 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 it was a pretzel, and it was delicious. It looks like Chad's giving a three five zero. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say? Do you want to let us know what's going on? Do you want to... Uh, this is your forum. Exactly. Any special what do you events? Got? What do you Anything got? There's nobody in front of you. Your mom's gone. Your uncle's <laughs> gone. You can sit wherever the hell you want. Um, I would just say uh, definitely come check out the tap room. Um, I'm, you know, work front of house in the tap room. We have lots of fun. Uh, we like to say it's experience focused, so we do have a full restaurant, which is pretty great. Um, and we like to work with our beer and our recipes as well. Our chef's pretty amazing. Um, and yeah, just really give people some awesome food and beer to pair with that and, you know, have good chats, deliver great service. So yeah. that's what we're all about. And you know what? I can confirm all of those points. You, <laughs> do, you, really, you do a really good job of it. Thanks, and guys. I think uh, a lot of the brews I go to, uh, you, you truly were one of the best. Well, at, because we're at uh, Paris Drink Fest, I think, you know, Paris Brewers Beer Company is yeah. one of the, you know, kind of... Staples. Yeah, the staples. Yeah, right? sure. And like we mentioned in our previous uh, segment, they do beer properly. Yeah. Right? So... Um, Stay in your lane and do your lane well. Yeah, totally. And I think that's what uh, we can appreciate the most. Anything else, boys? No. 
Very good. We appreciate having you on, and uh, thanks so much. And thanks, uh, I'm sure we'll have you guys on in a future episode because you guys yeah. are absolutely killing it in the absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thank you so much. It. I agree. Cheers, guys. And we are back with Sydney from Howl. Anybody been to Howl before, Brett? Uh, no, no. Chris, uh, that's a negative. Producer yeah. Chad, we've yeah. got nothing. Now, Howl so. exists in St. George, and I can't tell you, I've ever been through St. George in my I've life. I've been to St. George before many a time, and let me tell Why? you. It's a little bit better than the city of Brantford. Uh, I, think I have to agree Brantford. with that one. There no, you go, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we've got Sydney from Howell. Howell is, uh, it's Howell Road, I believe, right? Howell Road, yep. yep. Excellent. So, uh, Sydney, why don't you uh, kind of walk through what you have for us today? Uh, we'll start that off. Maybe if you could give us a bit of history on Howell Road, that'd be great. We got lots of history. So nice. we are an eighth generation apple orchard. Wow. Just this past year, we had our 200th harvest. Oh my goodness. So been a long time. You know your shit, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're in it. So what you guys have in front of you is our flagship cider. So it's a blend of six different apples that we grow on the farm, six percent alcohol and about six grams of residual sugar per liter. So we don't add anything extra. Very, very knows very dry. stuff. Now, this is a little bit of, a little bit of like Mac and Josh, Randy oh Smith. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Sydney doesn't play around. No, no way, man. I've been I, doing this for way too long. I love yeah. that. I love that. So, is this more of a dry cider? Or very dry. It's considered dry? an off dry because there is the residual sugar. Okay. Yeah, but nothing extra. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So, is this something that you would uh, typically drink yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. You don't have to say that just because it's on the podcast. Oh, no. Okay. You, you you could say you hate this. Yeah, you could. <laughs> that's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, that, that's totally fine. Yeah, this um, one is a go-to. This is a classic. We have this one year-round. Yeah. Very nice. It looks, uh, again, pretty clear. Very, very nice. Um, a very like typical cider. cider. Yeah. 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 Is there anything like you're gonna get in a picture? Oh, Chad's I'm sorry. Get you in a oh, picture. Yeah. I'm right, sorry. You got smiles in me on three, two, one. You're yeah, on camera. That's very nice. Um, you see yeah. Chris's smile right there on the Instagram line? There it is. Yeah. Ooh. Your wife's going to love that. Oh, so, yeah. Again, right. it is very dry. Yeah. Well, like yeah. It's, it's got a very nice dryness at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of flavor up front. I don't know. Are you guys feeling the same thing? Well, I got to taste it first. So. Taste it. Get yeah, it. I was a little busy it. there for a minute. So, like, wait a second. Just, it, it's very refreshing. Uh, yeah. On the ta- on the nose, I should say. Yeah. Uh, it's very strong, the apples. Yeah, it's, right? it's very, like, Do you know what kind of apples you guys use for this? So, I do, but if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Okay, that's oh. it. I'm willing to die oh, you know for what? this. You know what? Go ahead. I'm not. I'm oh, not. Is it, 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 so it's a blend of, of apples? It's a blend. So it's a blend of six. So mostly you're yeah. looking for apples that are high in tannin, so okay. low in sugar. So you don't use anything sweet, like no Honeycrisp, no Ambrosia, Gala, something like that. You're looking more for like Spies, Russets, Empire. A three of the six. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Keep going. That's all I got. Keep That's talking. it. Keep no, talking. end of the list. Yeah, no, no. You can keep talking. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Go we got the fans yeah. here. Yeah, right. yeah. So we got three of the six. That's great. Yeah. yeah. No, you can take one. Walk yeah. away. You're all right. You're all right. Yeah, stay yeah. Go. They're free. Don't you worry. You're fine. Appreciate you. 
I love the tank top. That's really great. I truly the do. Pocket. It's yeah. real good. Sydney me there one side too. There you go. Yeah. I Sydney, you go. she's 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 struggling. There you go. There you go. There you go. We'll take a picture here. Very nice. Val, um, you so posted on some social media later. We got six. It's a very dry kind of cider. Yeah. It, is, um, yeah. it, it tastes pretty good though. Like um, again, when I look at like some of the, like the um, the main players in the game, whether it's Queen Street or if we look at name uh, uh, anyone else. He he means Brickworks. Yeah, Brickworks, Brickworks is in yeah. that one too. I, I think this actually plays very. Very well. I don't know if it's like um, kind of like performing above its its, its weight class, but it, it it does a very good job, and yeah. I feel like it should be considered for what it is. I know in this area, this jurisdiction, geographical boundaries, is there are some cideries in the area, and so there is some heavy competition. There is, and mm-hmm. I feel like um, from what I've had previously, again, not on this podcast. This does a really good job of bringing the sweetness of it, but again, pretty dry. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, uh, very happy with what you guys have here. Awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. I, I, like I could probably crush, crush the cider. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Ch- Chad's fucking done. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, you know, Chris is gone. We'll get some more. We'll get swear. some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and no, I no, think... Seriously, this is a really good cider. I yeah, I, I think that's one of the things, too, is like there are some ciders out there that leave kind of like an off taste mm-hmm. um uh, it depends when they kind of like pick their pick their apples and, and they kind of run through the production uh cycle but i feel like you guys have almost kind of um moved forward a little bit ahead of it to ensure that there's less spoilage yeah, yeah. um and we're, what we're getting right now is really good quality apples right so um, yeah, I think you guys have done a really good job with that. Excellent, thank pass you. Pass that on to whoever you need to, but um, I think there's a very short window between, right now we're, we're, we're in August and, uh, and October, and um, you could pick apples way too early, and you could get a different flavor profile. But I, I think that this is really well uh, balanced and really well done. So no, kudos I definitely to you guys. agree. Yeah. Awesome. And I think uh, maybe we should try the cider with a little bit of the... Whoa, 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 whoa. slow down here. i got to still finish this show. You guys should talk a little bit more. You guys talk a little bit more. That's why. Well, I'm going to talk about the blood orange cider that we're going to have next. What do you have I want to get that point. Yeah. yeah, so the next one is our blood orange. So the flagship one that you guys just had serves as the base for all the seasonals that we do throughout the year. Okay. So we do a bunch of rotational guys throughout the year. Um, this one is the base flagship fermented with juice from blood oranges. So we hand juice all the blood oranges and then monitor that co-ferment. Right now, like at the farm, we have our raspberry lemonade. We have a blackberry pear. We have cranberry. We do a raspberry hops lemonade. one. I love you that. Got me at yeah. that. That one is the most That's popular nice. by far, for sure. Yeah. This one is actually drier than the first one. This one runs about a gram of sugar per liter. Is that, that's it. Eh? That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's do you it. do the ham ferment, fermentation? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Do if you, I get roped in. Wow. You gotta get roped into it, eh? <laughs> it's not my preferred task, but sometimes. Yeah. That's it, eh? Okay. I mean, it could be worse. You could be stomping grapes at, a, at like a vineyard. That's true. It could always yeah. be worse. Ooh, ow, yeah. Ow, yeah. Ow, ow. I love that. I love that. I love that for you. All right, so we're just gonna clean some glasses here. Make sure that yeah. we get the be- the best flavor profile for this. All right, so this is um, again Howell Road. Howell Road, yep. Cider. Yep. Blood uh, orange. 
It's it's a blood orange. Yeah. So can I tell you an interesting story about blood oranges? Please. No. Excellent. So, 2006, I went off to uh, Italy with a school trip. Sure. And uh, I put a blood orange in my backpack. Uh-huh. And I traveled the whole week and a half, two weeks. It was almost like 10, 11 days. Came back to Pearson Airport. And I got stopped by this very cute beagle. And uh, the, the Border Patrol guy said, hey, stop, slow down. Let's get all the school kids lined up. So I did yeah. that. Okay. And uh, this little beagle stopped and sat beside my bag and started pawing. I was like, oh my gosh, what a cute beagle. Very cute. I didn't realize that I had a blood orange that I put in my backpack day one from Italy. From Italy, that sat there for ten days. Oh my god! And was spoiled. So you really might not like. It's like a trauma response or something. No, 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 no. It's it's fine because I didn't have the blood orange. Because the bird guard was like, "Uh, sir, you have to declare this." I was like, "Mm, "Ah, you can throw it out." It's been there for ten days, and like we did a flood. It was a whole thing. I didn't want. Touch this blood orange. So uh, that's my history of blood orange. All right, I like it. Yeah, I just feel like everybody in your life. I don't know anybody else who has that kind of connection with blood oranges, but all the power to you. I feel the connection that I'm going to have with blood orange is in about three seconds when I have this cider. All right, go for it. Go for it. Can I mention on the nose? This is a real good connection with blood orange. Very pleasant on the nose, though, eh? Oh, absolutely, 100%. I agree with that. I feel like you're not dealing with just like a a, a cider kind of like scent. It's it it does have some of that orange in it, which is very nice. Um, Again, I don't want to like. I've done this in past podcasts, like compared to like Satsuma with Bath and Body Works. But again, it is very nice that this this isn't bad, but it is like a, a, a mellow kind of like a scent with it. So it's not like you're just dealing with apples. You're dealing with that blood orange, and you do get the scent of it. You pick that up. Yeah, this, I agree. This is very, uh, very flavorful. flavorful. Uh, I really like the cider, actually. Uh, the blood orange really comes through compared to the apple. You, you can't complain, can you? No, I can't. You almost yeah. seem confused. No. This, I think this is really I think uh, Chris is distracted by the music. Just overwhelmed. It's a sensory yeah, it's, it's a lot of people for Chris. I'm Chris hasn't been out in about two and a half years. I'm excited for Sloan. I, I He's re- actually looking at the person who has the Estonian volleyball team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure now right now? Must, must be a, a, a team A. Not oh, a team, team A for sure. Yeah, totally. Let me tell you. Totally. Um, we actually play volleyball together. Again, I'm actually I, from Estonia. I play volleyball with him. There you go. So again, this is a. Um, it, it's slightly dry. Yeah. Not as dry as original. Like drier. I, drier. Yeah, yeah. This has less sugar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but the flavor profile deviates from that traditional cider aspect. Um, but I think in a nice way. Is there's a little bit of sweetness in there from the orange. From the orange. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. like that. That complements it. Do I think this is crushable? Absolutely. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. I oh. Could crush uh, it but all both sides are crushable. So I'm gonna be honest. I haven't had Howl before. Uh, will I have Howl in the future? Yes, Absolutely. you will. That's uh, all that matters. Then. So Good. You're going it. out of St. George. That's why yes. Sydney's here. Yeah, and you know what? I don't want to say it's because of Sydney. 
modern speak kind of listening. Uh, I'm going to make them listen to it now and I yeah, get a raise yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But in all honesty, I think that um, they did a really good job of this. Again, it, it, it's balanced. You get a bit of the ciderness uh, aspect of it, but you get the blood orange. And I think people need to understand the difference between orange and blood orange. Um, there I is a flavor that. difference there. Yes, there is. And um, that's what I pick up with this. Um, again, there is there's something to be said about this. Um, would I have I don't know, seven, eight of these in a night? Yes, you would. I might get close to it. With a lot of gut rot. I might get like like tonight. Like I might get close to it. I mean, Sydney, you gonna hook us up? I got a few. Yeah, Yeah, you swing by. Yeah. Um, But this is sincerely um, a very good cider, and I think you guys have done a a fantastic job with this. Um, Not to lose sight of geographical boundaries, because we we generally look at some of the larger centers. produce really good salaries but I think we have to kind of scale back and, and look at some of the more local. Yes. And yes. Uh, while we look at those local cideries, um, with the changes to the AGCO, um, I could speak to that because I know it. Yeah, uh, she do. <laughs> but be, again, because the legislation changes, is to have the availability for a cidery to not only produce, but to sell their product. Um, I think this really works out well for all of us. So um, kudos to you guys. Sydney, what's your favorite uh, cider? Right now, our newest guy is a blackberry pear. That's my favorite for sure. And where's that, Sydney? Yeah, that where's that? Uh, yeah, where's that? Not here. Yeah. Not here. Yeah. Not here. Wow. Typical. Gonna have to swing by the store for that one. It's too bad. Uh, I guess and, we have to make a trip up there. And that's good to know. So most of Howell stuff is it sold in stores in LCBO? What are yeah. we working with? So we are not in the LCBO. Okay. We're super small, super small batch. So it's a little bit trickier for us to be in the LCBO. Yeah. We have an on-site farm store. And we're at a few farmers markets throughout the week. Um, our farm store is open Saturdays right now, but then come September, October, it's our apple season. Nice. So we're open every day. We have an orchard for like pick your own apples, bakery, patio, whole thing. Very pick good. your apples, and, have a cider. If you guys haven't made to St. George yet, by all means. Oh yeah. Get down fun. there, try some cider. We love it. You'll love it. Get on it. Yeah. And again, uh, with the uh, changes in the AGCO to allow for this to happen. Uh, this is the modernization that we're looking for in the industry. And I, again, from the cideries, this is what needs to happen to create exposure. And um, you normally wouldn't get these uh, ciders, beers in any other location. So why not go ahead, take the drive, uh, enjoy your company, and enjoy some ciders. So, absolutely. Any other last comments, fellas? Now, I appreciate the uh, the blood orange and the regular study you guys provided. Thank you, Thank you, we'll guys. Have to make it down for sure. All right, appreciate Sydney, and uh, yes, again, that, that's how it rolled. So we'll be back with either an extra or maybe even a goodbye. We'll see. Uh, and holy crap, we are back with another beer. We are. What do we got? And this is the last one. It's kind of did the whole tour of the Paris Strings Fest, and we finally got to Bose. We got to Bose. All right, and they have provided us the full-time IPA, six percent, sixty IBU, and it's really dark. That 
like super dark. Not talking about the beard. Yeah, welcome to nighttime. Like, this is what exactly, nighttime right? looks like. You may we like have outside. many stayed yeah, longer get than more. our intentions. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this beer is an aromatic IPA in the uh, contemporary West Coast style. Big chocolate fruit. Yep. Little pine. Courtesy of the American New Zealand organic hop varieties. With its bold flavors and balanced bitterness, you want to save a little bit of this full-time IPA in the beer fridge, just for the heart. Just for it. There you go. You can read untapped. I can. All right. Yes, right. Uh, should we try it? Yeah, let's do it. We don't have any of it. Like, nobody's from here. Like, like Bo is right? Yep. You know, we got nobody. Yeah, and nobody I've had it. I've had Bo before. I'm on the pot. Now, Brett, you sucked this back, what, an hour ago? Yeah, it was hoppy. It was citrus. It was piney. Yeah. It was tropical. It was juicy. All right. And producer Chad, what are you thinking? Uh, agreed. Wow. Yes. Very insightful. As I said, we've been eye-to-eye -eye today. What? We've been eye-to-eye -eye today. We've agreed pretty much on everything today. Wow. It doesn't have much. Chris, what do you got? Which is why I'm glad we brought producer Chad out because he agrees with me on everything. So it's really good. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's perfect. So it's not like super bitter. It's not super piney. Um, I do feel like there could be more citrus to it. Yeah. Um, but it is a good IPA. No, for sure. And I think there's going to be some discrepancy. And I'm interested to see uh, what uh, crop beer connoisseur Brett. Uh, gives it due to the fact that again there is a differential between his three out of five uh, as well as I see two currently. Three point seven five out of five. Oh wow. And producer Chad has also actually had this previously. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm I'm interested to see what producer Chad gives it. Uh, because uh, previously again a four point two five. So oh, wow. um, I, I am interested in yeah. where this is going. No, I, I I actually am really interested in Bruce Chad's rating right now. Yeah, uh, I'm interested in yours. Because yeah. uh, no, you went from a three to three seven five. I did. Yeah. You're right. So I had it on March 29th of 2020. I'm ready to the three, and then March or sorry, pardon me, September 5th of 2020, and we're to the 3.75. And I'm gonna stick with my September 5th rating for sure. Of a 3.75. Yeah. In my in my opinion. Okay. I think uh, you know March 29th, 2020. Probably had a couple beers a night because you know, COVID, you couldn't do much. Fair enough, fair September enough. 5th, 2020, a little bit more. And the producer, uh, producer is giving Chad. a head shake. I don't yes. know what that means. He's, he's agreeing with me. 4.25. What Four. I will say though is that 4.25 in terms of people who checked this in, almost 18,000 ratings. Wow. Yes. Wow. At a 3.73 average. So you know when you've made 18,000 Check it. They got a 3.73. It's a decent beer. No, for sure. Right? And the producer, Chad, is giving a 4.25. So sticking with their initial rating. Uh, Chris, do you have an input on this one? Yeah, so for this one, I think I'm going to go with a 3.75. Very good. And I'm going to give it a 3.5. Again, there, there's not anything that really kind of jumps out at you. Um, Solid beer, but a little yep. bit, but like below average, right? Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that one. 
Um, any other uh, for the comments before we kind of wrap this up? Things are getting bumping here. Yes, I like this. Yes. Is, is Sloan's uh, pretty close to coming on stage. Very nice. And, and that means we should probably wrap this puppy yeah, up absolutely. and go home. Yep. We should. Uh, Brett's wife is calling and texting uh, numerous times. And we want uh, to make your sure wife is here and she wanted to go can, three hours ago. We can make sure that uh, Brett can get on the road ASAP <laughs> on Ruski. So we'll be right back with our goodbye momentarily. That's going to be it for today's producer special episode recorded live at Paris Drinks Fest in Paris, Ontario. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening. Every Thursday, Scrapper Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a unique producer special. Similar to drink responsibly, don't drink and drive. Enjoy your Sloan, Terry Lightfoot, and everybody else who's here at Paris Springs Fest. There you go. So from all of us at Producer Chad, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together we're the Craft Beer Connoisseur.